So good Sunday evening, everyone. I'm JV along with Britt Griffith. This is the Independence Gang. Thanks for joining us here tonight. We had a lot of stuff we didn't get to during the week. Uh, there are a lot of things that we wanted to talk about that um, we just ran out of time. So we're going to take this opportunity tonight here in a very, uh, a much more casual way and talk about some of these ideas, give you an opportunity to ask questions through the YouTube, YouTube chat. Uh, good to see everybody joining us. I, you know, I know Sundays are tough sometimes, but, you know, it's a great way to wind the week up. Uh, and the first thing I want to talk about actually isn't, uh, hey, Mary Grace, isn't um, directly rated to political news. There he is. Now he's back with us. I am here now. As soon as you hit the intro music, my computer went, I'm going to stop right now. What the heck? I, I don't know. It's just I don't constant it. turmoil coming from over there in that garage studio that you have. It's my bunker. I'm heavily fortified deep underground in my bunker. My tinfoil hats are over there. My guns are over there. Uh, anyway, it's good to see everybody here. I wanted to start out by talking about a, something that we're going through. And I would say personally, but it's really not personal. It's really about this Independence Gang channel on YouTube. Uh, if you look at this chart, you can see how our subscriber growth was progressing. We what did we take about twenty days? We we reached a hundred subscribers, right? It was it took us right. less than a month to get to the hundred number, and um, once we reached a hundred, we were excited because now we were able to customize our URL and all of that. But look what happened to our subscriber growth; it fell off a cliff. Now this shows you that we had one new subscriber on the eighth of April, and we've had no new subscribers since. We don't blame anybody but YouTube for this. We are very, very sure that YouTube has decided that the content we are creating here is not something that they think people need to know about, that people need to see. So we are no longer showing up in searches, in recommended videos, or any of the places that people would be able to discover us from. We're just not showing up there. So our subscriber growth has stopped completely because of that. Now, we're not going to stop doing what we do. What we are going to try to do is promote in other ways to bring people to the YouTube channel. However, we won't be able to count on YouTube or, for that matter, Google to uh, to promote this show at all for us, Britt. No, no, they won't. But uh, do you remember uh, remember Die Hard, Nakatomi Tower, when Bruce Willis threw that dead body out the window onto Sergeant Al Powell's car, and he screamed, "Welcome to the party, pal." Mm -hmm. Well, this is me saying that to you because I've been telling you this since day one. YouTube is going to squash us. They're going to throttle us. They're going to ghost us. Um, and eventually we will get tanked. So that's why I am researching Rumble and how we make the transition when that happens. Now, we, you're right. We'll stay on YouTube until they actually kick us off. Yeah. But uh, we are working on other locations. Uh, those of you that are listening now, if you could go open a Rumble account and just subscribe, we need to get to 20 over there. And then we get some certain perks and whatnot. We don't quite know what they are yet, but <laughs> twenty seems to twenty seems to be a magic number. So if you could help us out and you know, jo open a Rumble account, uh, subscribe, because um, eventually that's what we'll end up uh, once YouTube does nuke us. Because I can't keep my mouth shut, uh, and JV can't keep his mouth shut uh, on the stuff that YouTube does not want—the forbidden literature we are not allowed to read or articulate articulate about 
that's what we want to talk about. So we're going to do what we have to do until we are nuked. Mary Grace, they did it to my paranormal channel, too, if you remember that um, uh, back in just prior to the election, I had talked about the election a little bit. And I had a few folks on the program that had opinions about the election. One of them actually talked about uh, the covid lockdowns and how they were inappropriate and uh, and and for at least a month my subscriber growth went from about 150 new subscribers a month to zero and uh, so i i you know if you say the wrong thing regardless of the focus of your channel you are going to uh, you're going to pay the price it's rumble r u m b l gene rumble and uh, it's new to us as well but it's a platform that's been around for a long time and what is happening on Rumble is that they're starting to take the people who are frustrated with exactly what we're experiencing here on YouTube, and they're uh, welcoming welcoming them on Rumble. And as Britt said, we're gonna we're gonna keep the YouTube presence for quite some time. We're not going anywhere. We just can't expect the growth here. So we're gonna do uh, Rumble simultaneously. And at some point, if you know if we have enough momentum there, we may we may decide to give that our full attention. But um, yeah, I mean it's just ridiculous. Once again, I'll show you this chart. It's it's just absolutely insane. We were on a nice path, growing nicely, then boom. And I'm wondering what, what the show was that we did on the 7th, which would have been last Wednesday, that uh, pissed them off to the point where they, they pulled this, they pulled the plug on us, Brett. I don't remember what it was. But. Well, is it not? The, the 7th is the show that we got the one down thumb. I believe it was the 7th, or it might have been the one before that, so that that person probably... Re- quote unquote reported us <laughs> which then tells the algorithms to start watching our channel it's not a human doing this this is this is all alg- al- algorithms, algorithms not algorithms i was yep. corrected on that algorithms <laughs> <laughs> words are tough for me sometimes but it's the algorithms and, and you say certain words and uh and all of a sudden you get throttled and there are certain words there, there are names we cannot say if you say the name the algorithm will pick it up and your stream is literally shut off right there you're done and the website goes away um, that's how, that's how, that's how aggressive big tech is on censoring inappropriate speech in their mind. So you mean, you mean throttling you free speech that they don't agree with? Correct. Yes. You search what the you can't think. Gene, you can't find the independence gang on the, uh, on the, uh, on rumble. Is that what you're saying, Gene? Is that what you're saying? Brick, can you put a link in the uh, in the YouTube chat of the Rumble page? I'm doing that right now. Right, let's see if we can get that in there. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of similar programs to ours on the Rumble page on the Rumble platform. So we should we should be okay there. But it's just unbelievable. I just I, I look at this chart and I just there's so many things I want to say and do, um, but it wouldn't do any good. So. All right, there it is. It's in. It's in. It's in uh, chat. I posted a link to it. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, the only thing I got to say about Rumble and any of these platforms that that are starting up, like Gab or Clubhouse or whatever, you know, everybody that that the tech gods are deleting or kicking off. I mean, there there are some that are really far right and really nasty people. They have nowhere to go, so they go to these new platforms. So if you go there, it's going to be a little concentrated, saltier than even I would like. But I'm a free speech, so you have a right to say what you want. But as more of us go to it, more regular people, more mainstream people move move off of YouTube and uh, Twitters and whatnot, and go to these other platforms, it will um, 
it will grow and not be as uh, as hard right as they're trying to say it is. I mean, they're trying to say that Rumble is a hard right racist channel. It's not. It's just the only place that all these people that have been suppressed are going to. Here's an interesting fact, though, JV. In the last month, there's been a little over 400 far left, far left accounts that YouTube has whacked because of the 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 election's over. They don't need them anymore. So they need them to pipe down and shut up so that we can come back to the middle and then the mainstream elitists in the middle can take back over and keep their grifting going. I don't know so what the answer is. they'll eventually come back to the left also. Yeah, well, I think part of that too is so they can say, see, we're not just going after the right. That's, you know, it's their, it's their plausible deniability effort as well. Um, I don't know what the answer to that question is if it's the chat that they're picking up. I would expect that it's all of the above. Whether it's thank you, uh, Rebel, for the subscription on Rumble. Whether it's the uh, if it's the chat or if it's if they're monitoring our audio or the titles or the descriptions, it's probably all of it. And uh, any combination or any red flags in any of them get you this treatment. Yep. Crazy. So since since yep. the since the eighth, we've not had a single additional subscriber. <laughs> so welcome yeah, welcome I, to the big time. Weird. Yeah, welcome to the big time. Yeah, and pretty much pretty much that's what it is. We hit a level. Either someone reported us, so it got us put on the radar, or when you hit that hundred, when you hit that hundred person mark, and you get to have the URL, it automatically puts you in the hey, we need the algorithms to uh, start paying attention and see what y'all are saying. Yeah, yeah. And I know for a fact that I've spewed some stuff out that is instant death uh, in, with the big text. So <laughs> you have said a few of those things. You've said you said. Yes. And I've, I've had to use the crazy train several times with you, so we know mm -hmm. that that uh, you said some things. Um, all right, so. I want anyway, to, yeah, why are we here right now? What well, are we doing? Well, I mean, this is a bit of a more informal approach to the show. We have a lot of stories that we didn't get to during the course of the show uh, in the week because we ran out of time. We always seem to do that. Uh, so this is an opportunity to talk about some of those things, plus maybe answer some questions. You know, the folks that are in our chat room right now have been involved in, uh, I think, most of the shows during during the last couple of weeks. And you might have some questions about some of the things. You might want to reposition your mic there a little bit, Brett. Um, might, oh, have, might have some questions about some of the things that uh, that we talked about that we, you know, because during the week it's harder to get to the questions that we that might scroll through chat. So it's an opportunity to do all that. But I want to start by talking about um, something that this, this, this red flag went up with me right after the initial lockdowns were being discussed. Now, let me just give you a little background. My son was uh, in studying in Europe, in the Netherlands, all of 2019, and he was scheduled to graduate in March of 2020, and then he, was, he wanted me to come over and meet him, and he and I were going to travel for a couple of weeks throughout Europe and see some, some of the sites in Europe that uh, I've been to, I've talked about, he wanted to see, particularly in Germany. We're going to go into Germany and see a bunch of stuff. But anyway, so we, I bought tickets. We, I made all the reservations for the places we were going to stay. This was like in the beginning of March, maybe even late February. And we were, I was going to leave March 23rd. And then all of a sudden, all the lockdowns started to be discussed. And I said to him, I said, uh, and his name is James. I said, James, you, you're going to want to look at coming home early because you might not get home if you, if if this continues to pick up steam and it, and it certainly did. And this isn't a story about, about me or my son's traveling. 
I ended up canceling my trip. But as this was all unfolding, I thought to myself, and I heard them say, the science is telling us we need to shut down. The science is telling us that we have to, at that time, not wear masks. Now it's wear masks. The science is telling us that, um, you know, that teachers can't go back to school, whatever. And I kept thinking this, this refrain about the science telling us whatever it, it, they say it's telling us is exactly what they're going to end up doing to force us into compliance for climate change restrictions. I felt at the time that these COVID restrictions were a trial run at something bigger and something more significant. And I believe the climate change uh, battle is what this is going to turn into. And Mark Morano who is the founder of a group called Climate Depot, and they're an, they're an anti-human caused climate change group, said uh, the other day that that um, these same liberal government officials that are forcing us to maintain these COVID lockdowns, he said they want to use the COVID lockdown as the model for the climate lockdowns. He says that it's all based on the same concept. Everything's limited we're all going to die, and we all need to essentially turn our lives over to central planning of the government. And more and more people are starting to see this and sound the alarm on this. And this is how I felt from the very, very beginning. This was never, in my estimation, strictly about a pandemic, about a, a virus that, you know, there's a 99.8% survival rate, whatever it is. This is about something else. This is about the control the left has been trying to achieve for a very long time. They've tried it with global cooling. They tried it with overpopulation. They've tried it with peak oil. Remember that? We we're going to run out of oil any minute. Uh, you know, all this stuff, they've, these alarm bells they've sounded over the decades, none of them have stuck. This pandemic stuck. And now they are emboldened and they have the tools to uh, use these same tactics in their fight to save the planet from climate change. It's scary stuff to me. It is. And so I would I would submit that the reason that this is sticking is because they were able to put this machine together, the lying media, the lying politicians and big tech. That's Google, Amazon, uh, Google, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, all of them. Uh, and start brainwashing us as civilians and start just feeding all of this false information. And the media, the media over and over again. I, I run in a very liberal circle. And I've said this before to you, JV. I don't know if I've ever said it on radio or on the on our show. I run in a very liberal circle. And I'm I sit in the group and I listen to them. So they will watch or they will listen to while they're driving and NPR will spew. I mean, it's flat out misframing and lies. And then they'll get home and they'll turn on the nightly news, ABC. And ABC will run and say the same exact damn lies. And then the next morning, I will see it on the New York Times webpage or in the newspaper. And it's the same lie. It's the same framing. They're all saying the same thing. We've all seen the supercuts of the media, of the politicians, all saying the same uh, focus group tested sayings, whatever it is. Whoever Trump is bad, Trump is bad. They're all saying the same thing. And you get all of that 
into these people who don't pay attention, who are, I call them low information voters. I don't want to say they're dumb. They're smart people, but they're low information because they don't go out of their way to research, to read a white paper, to see what the think tanks are saying, to see what the actual court testimony of something is or what happened in the actual congressional subcommittee uh investigation on global whatever they don't go that far they just they, they just have the media tell them what to think and that's what they go with and then they see it backed up on 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 the social medias and the social media algorithms figure out what you like and then they just keep feeding you the same stuff so you end up inside of a bubble and that is the difference from now and if you go back to the global cooling or the or there was some of the other ones you said they didn't have this machine in place yeah. to drive this information right into you, um, and that's what's that that's what's happening. The me the media is not just the enemy of the people. The media is evil. They are pushing a narrative, and then here's the other thing. This is how it all works because the media reporters are lazy in general. They all follow each other on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and so one person gets an anonymous sourced story, and they write about it. And then they put it out and they tweet about it and all their friends, which is all their other journalists from all the other networks, they see it and they go, oh, Jim over at Axios, he's got this story. And then mm -hmm. they all run with it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the story comes everywhere. And when you actually take the time to research it, it all boils back to just one reporter one anonymous name source. Yeah, well, that and was wrong. That was the case with the story that uh, about uh, Donald Trump talking to uh, the Secretary of State uh, for the Georgia elections and demanding that he find fraud or whatever that story was, and all of the the networks went with it. And it turns out it all came from one quote unquote anonymous source from I can't remember the original. It may have been the Washington Post. I'm not sure. And it all turned out to be a lie. It's exactly what happened. Oh, I want. Yep. I want to read another quote in, from this particular article. Uh, Murano says that Bill Gates has said the COVID pandemic is nothing compared to how many deaths that's going to come from climate change, already setting the stage for this. In fact, there's a movement underway to make climate change an option to be added to death certificates. In other words, your cause of death was climate change. What the hell is wrong with these people? And what is wrong with the people who listen to this shit and don't question it? I don't care if it's on, as you just described, NPR, then ABC, then CNN. Then, you know, how do people hear this and hear the mandates and the restrictions they're being forced to adhere to in, in states like California and New York and not say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are they that stupid, Britt? They just do not think at all. Um, I, 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 I honestly, I, I think it's, they just want to be safe and warm. And if daddy government's going to tell me I'm going to be safe and warm, if I just do this, that's what they will do. They don't, they don't want to think about the big, bad, scary wolf that's at the door. They don't want to think about that. So they don't, and they don't have to, we don't have to right now. I was, uh, there was a philosopher that I was, I was reading, uh, one of his pamphlets and he was talking about why in America we don't see a lot of turmoil with our government, a lot of civility. Like if you look over at France, it seems like they're beheading their government about once every 35, 40 years. If you look down in South America, there's a lot of flipping of governments over in Africa, a lot of bloodshed, civil war flipping of governments. And, and the reason that America doesn't have or has not had really any of that is because we have a huge middle class. 
And we in the middle class, we have a lot to lose. So we want that stability. We don't want the fighting. I mean, think about it, JV, how long you and I kept our mouth shut and just went along. It's, you know, although you're a little more aggressive, you actually went and got elected, became a county commissioner and just destroyed our county uh, representative and destroyed the those poor people. They had no idea what they were up against. But, um, <laughs> you know. But most people just they just keep their mouth shut. They just want to go along with the flow because, I mean, I got my home. I got my job. I got my kids. I got to feed. Let's just keep going. Everything's good. And we've had it really good for a long time. America's had it really good. We're, we're blessed with an amazing location of our country. We have two huge oceans that protect us. We have a pretty stable, smaller country to the north, although Canada is becoming very authoritarian. It's actually really scary what's going on up there. you know. And then we have the southern border, and, and Mexico is so corrupt, they could never really – mount anything to take us over so we're blessed where we're at and then we have great resources and hardworking people but people just don't want to be scared jv they don't want to be scared and they just want they we're comfortable right now so now more and more, more and more people are losing their stuff we look at these businesses where they've been shut down and they're losing their stuff they're losing everything so there's more and more people who have nothing to lose so now it's time to fight so who was it? Which patriot was it that said, I think it was Ben Franklin, those who are willing to sacrifice uh, freedom for security deserve neither. And right. uh, so that's you're suggesting that these folks fall into that category. They're willing to give up their freedoms yeah. for uh, for um, security, whatever that whatever that happens to be. And then what will happen is they'll wake up someday or maybe not them personally, but a generation or two down the road will wake up and, and realize we all the freedoms that we had and enjoyed that made this country the great nation that it is are gone. Those freedoms have left us and our opportunities have left us and we are now in a Soviet style. And I, you know, so often during my lifetime, people have thrown out this comparison to Soviet, the Soviet Union and how we're, you know, we're communism and it's become almost a cliche, but we are really at the doorstep of this crap. Joe Biden's uh, infrastructure, quote unquote, plan is really Soviet style central planning from the Stalin era. Five year plans, 10 year plans. That's what Stalin did. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, and again, you talk about these cliches and these adages that are that are often thrown about. Uh, things like those who fail to learn history are doomed to repeat it. And that's what's happening here. I bet if we yeah. spent and I th I'm, I, th I want to try doing this, you know, our our one of our guest panelists, Benny, right? You know who I'm talking about? Yes. I think Benny is the perfect person to go out on the street and ask people, go up to people. I mean, he's in Tennessee. They're they're a red state. They're kind of opened up so he can probably go to a mall or whatever, stand outside of McDonald's. I don't care. And ask people. Um, questions like, what was the Soviet Union? Uh, what is communism? Uh, what, what are the first three words of the Constitution? Um, what did the Declaration of Independence declare independence from and about? You know, things like that. And get a sense of what little people actually know. Uh, and, and, and they're and then after, have done and, that. And then, oh, of course they have. There are people who do that all yeah. the time. But I'm saying do it for this program. Have Benny out yeah, there no. doing it for this program. And we'll focus on that. And then the question you ask after he, they've answered that question is, is uh, who did you vote for? Yeah. And see if we draw, yeah, any, draw any correlations there. Yeah, that's definitely out there. Um, I mean, that's definitely It is amazing. <laughs> What's that statement mean? It's, it's definitely the, the, there. <laughs> 
the 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 asking questions and then figuring out who people voted for there there are that has been studied that that's out there um and and it is and it's as you think jv it really comes down it breaks down the exactly what's going on in your head and it tri it, it just it trips me out the fact that people won't study their history like like russia if, under uh, the ussr oh, just hold your uh, thought hold your thought you're right people won't study their history but people aren't being taught their history that's the oh, bigger that's problem that's the the schools are more interested in teaching critical race theory than teaching uh, the history of Western civilization or you know the things that made us the nation we are and the trials and conflicts that we faced to get here. So I'm sorry to interrupt. And that, no, that's okay. And, and and that is by design. Yeah, it is. That is by design. Read read. I, I cannot stress enough for everybody to read rules for radicals. Read Mein Kampf. You you need to read those because. It is literally their roadmap is in there, and one of them is you have to you have to erase history, which is why all the statues have to come down, which is why you know they have to they infiltrated education, um, because if you don't know your history and you can't read cursive writing, then you can't read the Constitution. Well, the Constitution is not in cursive. Well, I guess it kind of is in cursive. Oh yeah, it is. I, yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's I mean, that old, it's that old calligraphy kind of cursive though. It's old. I don't think yeah. I can even read that, and I can read cursive. You know, it's the kind where where instead yeah. of instead of S's they used an F. Remember they for double S they oh, used yeah, an yeah, F? Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. I the mean fancy, it wasn't really an F. Old, it wasn't really an English. F, but it looks like an F. Um, yeah, because they were Fancy back then, and yeah. Mary Grace, that's right. Benny will be our Waters World on the street uh, asking the questions, and we're going to come up with some good questions. Uh, he hasn't agreed to this, by the way, so we may have to coax him and <laughs> goad him a little bit. But he seems like the guy of all our guest panelists. He seems like the guy to do it, don't you think? Yeah, he he will be. He will. He's probably watching right now, going, "What? What are you talking? <laughs> what, what? What did I volunteer he's, he's for?" He's texting you? you right now. Yeah. What are you doing to me? Probably. Um, but let's let's circle back to. I want to circle back to Russia. Okay. So the the USSR back when Russia was the USSR yeah. and Lenin was running things and you know back in those days one of the problems they had was starvation and back then the saying was that Russia can't, they don't have the weather they don't have the fertile grounds and that was not true but that's what the communist party central party put out it was because they don't have the fertile grounds like America does um, but the reality was they couldn't build enough they couldn't build the freeways. The farmers grew the food. The food rotted in the fields. They couldn't get it to market because Central Party couldn't put together the interstate system like we have here in America. Because it was – go ahead. I was going to gonna let you finish your point but there's, because there's more to it than that, but go ahead. Yeah, again, but it, but it all boils back to Central Party not being able to – be effective in what they do because of all the corruption that would happen and people fighting over their fiefdoms. Uh, I'm not going to make my freeway go there. I'm going to make it go over here. And then the other one's going, oh, well, I'm not moving my plan. That kind of stuff happened in all different areas of the system of central planning and central party. Well, and not only that, I mean, it really boils down to motivations. And when you, in, in communism, socialism, you don't get to reap the rewards of your hard labor. So if you work hard, you, um, you don't get any more than the person who doesn't work hard and is doing the same thing. If you work your butt off and you produce a thousand bushels of wheat and the guy next to you doesn't work at all and only produces 20, you're getting the same regardless. So it's the collectivization of the economy and Brits frozen again. It's the collectivization of the economy. And, uh, and that's, you know, you lose the profit incentive, you lose the motivation to excel. And that was the real 
fatal flaw in the communist system and why we keep introducing those ideas into our system thinking that somehow it's going to be different this time it's not going to be different this time i mean we just gave you an example there brit froze in his it was as a metaphor for what communism does communism does to a system <laughs> that's what just happened he froze up because communism is like a you know a wrench in the works of of a of a well-tuned economy it just makes it freeze up so nice job bro that was a really well illustrated point there I purpose. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on because I am hardline. Are you sure so. that you, are you sure that you're not still on the Wi-Fi? Uh, even though you have the no, I'm, wire I'm look, wire plugged uh, in there. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The Wi-Fi has the Wi-Fi symbol's gone away, and it's the Ethernet okay. symbol. So something's weird. I, I yeah, I I don't know. I mean, maybe YouTube's trying to shut us down. I don't know. Could be. I want well. You freezing to me wouldn't be a YouTube thing. The YouTube stream looks pretty good here from my perspective. But either way, um, I want to read another quote about this because my, um, um, Mark Morano's overall point in this particular article is that we have to stop complying. He's saying as long as we keep saying okay, as long as we keep acting like good little sheeple and doing what they tell us, even though our better instincts tell us this isn't right, uh, as long as we keep doing that, they will keep pursuing this. And he says the Berlin Wall is the example he used. Didn't fall because the East German Parliament said, "Let's pass a bill. We'll finally tear down the wall. The people deserve freedom." It fell because people no longer gave it consent. So here is a message for the audience: If they actually want us all of this to end, the only thing they can do is stop giving their consent, and that's what we have to do. Uh, yep. Do you know what the uh, Do you know what the Berlin Wall was called on the East German side? You know what they called it? Uh, the anti-fascist rampart barrier. Nice. <laughs> there was. It was. They told the know? West Germans that the idea of the wall was to keep the fascists out of West Germany. Of course they did. Do you know? Do you know that my uncle snuck a woman out of East Germany through the wall in the trunk of his car and married her, and she became my aunt Meg. Wow. That's yep. crazy. Yep. He, that's what you call love right there. Yeah. Well, and then he divorced her like three years later, but that's all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's a true story. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's a true story. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Yeah. The, the, the anti-fascist rampart barrier. It just cracks me up that everything that they, they say, when I say they've let the, the – the, the, not the classical liberal – but the hard left leftists, everything they say, it's like they're telegraphing what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, they, and, I mean, Antifa, fair. we're anti-fascist. No, you're not. You are fascist. Yep. The, the, um, here's another article that I'm just going to touch on briefly because we've talked a lot about the voting rule, laws being passed around the country, starting with Georgia. Um, but this particular article talks about Democrats seeing an opportunity here uh, to rile up their voters. And there's just a quote. I'm not even sure who this guy is. Uh, let me see. South Carolina-based Democratic strategist. His name is Antoine Seawright. He says, all of this is a motivating factor for voters and black voters in particular. He goes on to say, they know every election is life or death for us at this point. If Republicans can limit our participation, they can. They limit our ability to survive. How the hell is is anything that's been done passed in one of these bills, uh, proposed in one of these states that's about to pass a bill? How is any of that rise to the level of um, 
Every election is life or death. If they limit our participation, they limit our ability to survive. Draw those draw those lines together for me because this is ridiculous rhetoric. Um, how how well how you draw the lines together is that no, it doesn't make sense, but they don't care. There, this is all geared towards the low information voter who's just going to be afraid. That's what it's, it's not geared to you and I or anybody who halfway pays attention. They're going after the lowest common denominator. And scary rhetoric like that, two things, scary rhetoric like that scares people and makes them fall in line. And number two, for the media, it drives clicks. It is a scientific proven fact. Fear, hate, rage drive clicks. And how does the media make its money now? Clicking on those links. That is their revenue source. So the, they, the, the more hate that they can push, the more rage that they can push, the more us civilians will click on those links and the more millions they make and then they get all their money and they keep their job and then they then they get to write more crap articles to drive rage and hate and and uh and uh basically destroy our country it is amazing the divide that that i can literally pull up government documents court testimony documents and show someone on whatever subject and they will literally look at me and go i don't believe you I want to believe what I want to believe. So it's all about tribalism. They don't they don't want to put any work into it. They just want to believe what they want to believe. And I don't know how we get past that. You know, in the past it used to work. It was okay because um there was enough sane people that would have the debates and make the hard decisions and do what was needed uh, at the government level. But now we just have this raging divide and you just look at the politicians that are up there right now and unfortunately or fortunate, I think it's fortunate. Trump ripped the Band-Aid off, exposed how the sinner, the the elites, the ones that have been there forever, the grifting that goes on, all of their behind-the-back handshakes and pats on the back, and hey, we'll just do what we got to do. Let's. I honestly, my I honestly believe that the establishment Republicans and establishment Democrats have a a weird relationship where it's like let's just give the people let's just let them think they have a choice but the reality is we're going to do what we want and keep making our millions off this tax um, come on send the train yeah i, I know <laughs> i'm close to pushing the button um i do want to comment on randall's uh, uh message or post in chat here he asked about being notified when this goes live if you if you have notifications selected on uh, the channel, you will get notified. Well, I don't know if you will get notified. You should get notified, but I'm not 100% confident. Um, connecting back to the uh, story or the discussion we had when we opened this program tonight, I'm not 100% confident people are getting notifications even with that selected. So, uh, Randall, you, you might want to ask chat. They can update you on what we were talking about in the beginning of the show as to what's happening to us with YouTube and how it might be affecting us as we move forward because uh, that's kind of important. Um I, I want to uh, reference to the other thing that's going on here from a, what do you call it, a propaganda standpoint, you know, this whole life or death and, and, and painting Republicans as, to, as, being, uh, as being evil. The Democrats, just since Joe Biden has taken office, have called most Republicans and conservative Nazis, Jim Crow supporters, white supremacists, insurgents domestic terrorists, racists, and more. They have used the most vile language to describe or to refer to their political opponents. 
and Britt, you kind of hit on it as well. Um, you know, they telegraph what they actually are by using the language, the things they're calling their opponents. If you look at their actions, you look at the way they're trying to ram through radical legislation and they're doing it and they're basically saying, yeah, I know the rules don't apply or don't don't allow us to do this, but we're going to find a way to get around the rules. Or I know that the Supreme Court currently is a six to three. Uh, it's I, and again, I, I say this, but I don't, I don't think it's true. But a six to three conservative majority, because they're not conservative, many of them, but six to three conservative majority. So we're going to change the court so that we don't have to uh, we don't we don't have to have any resistance there. Uh, this is how they play. This is yep. they have no respect for the institutions. They have no respect for the half of the country that doesn't agree with them. They have no respect for the institutions and culture and the history of this nation and why we are even in a position to talk about things like this. Does AOC realize that if we were not the great economic engine of freedom that we have been for better of 200 years, that she wouldn't be able to sit there and talk about all these things that she's talking about because there wouldn't be any money to spend. We'd still be tr trying to figure out how to put food on our tables at night. And, and some people are doing that now because of COVID. But, you know, they don't get the fact that the reason they can even have these conversations, healthcare, care, uh, whatever it happens to be, is because we've had prosperity for so long that they are now be able, able to reap the benefits of it. But they're also destroying it in the process. And once they destroy it completely, all of these social programs, all this stuff that ha that they that they talk about, will no longer have the sources of revenue to fund them, and we're actually there now. We're already in that boat, yeah. um, and the whole thing will collapse on itself. That's what AOC is setting us up for. That's what Bernie Sanders is setting us up for. That's what the shell of a man named Joe Biden is setting us up for. He doesn't even know what's going on. He's just nodding along with the radical people in his party okay yeah all right. and he's just doing it because he just wanted to be president and now he can he can die someday and he'll be you know ever remembered as one of the american presidents and man he's going to be the one that presided over its failure if we don't uh, or the, the destruction of the country if we don't get another senator here sometime soon yeah i don't i, I agree with you 100 i i i don't know how we turn this bus around that we're on because what was exposed the last four years of the last president was how connected the three-letter agencies are with the politicians are, with the military brass are, and it probably goes down into some of the foot soldiers, who knows, but they're, they all know that they need the certain people in office so they keep getting their money and they yep. keep getting their bigger budgets and they keep getting more and more and more and they get to do what they want and i mean the cia selling drugs to fund this war over there i mean trump trump exposed all that and he wasn't playing their game he just wasn't which is what we put him in there for not to be a great president we put him in there just to be a bull in a china shop and he did a great job with that and and now we all can see it so we can all see this we have a choice to make we can all see this and now we have a choice to make what are we going to do are we gonna are we gonna reelect Joe Biden, or are we gonna did you go say, a different did you, route? Did you say reelect Joe Biden? That that is my that is my question to the American people. Okay, that's a fine because, because question. Can, because, There's nothing yeah. wrong with that question, but we can't survive till then. I, what we I have, get that, yeah, what we have to do is we have to either pray that Joe Manchin becomes a Republican. 
decides, you know what, I can't can't deal with the extremism. Um, I'm too moderate for this. The Democrat Party is no longer my party. I am now going to move to the Republican side of the aisle. And that way he probably will get reelected in West Virginia. Otherwise he won't. But he's not up until like 2026. So either right. we get somebody like Joe Manchin or in 20, we have to delay and we have to obstruct everything we can until 2022. Right. Well, my my but my point is, JV, we see all this now. No one has the excuse of I didn't know. No right. one has that excuse anymore. We see what's going on. And the next election, you have a choice to make. Are we going to keep going down this road so that you can feel happy and safe and warm in your bed? Or do we correct so that we can have longevity and be warm and happy in our bed? The problem is most people can't. They won't look long term. It's all about the right now. Right now, right now, right now. But I don't know how we get past the media brainwashing of the low information voter. I don't know how we get past that. Well, I'm, I don't know the answer to that, but we, but we, yeah. there's been low information voters for a long time. That's not new. The difference this last time around, first of all, as I mentioned, I think Friday night, Britt and I are going to be doing one of these programs, whether it's one of our regular Monday, Wednesday, Friday programs or a special one that's going to be dedicated to the lie about the big lie. This whole yes. idea that Donald Trump's assertion that there was fraud in the election, that it's a, as they're calling, the media is calling it a big lie, that is a lie. That is a lie. Yep. And there is so much evidence. And I'm not saying, I mean, I'm not going to the level where I'm going to say, yeah, okay, you know, 20,000 votes were flipped from one to the other. I'm not saying, even saying that. Just the fact that states acted outside of the authority of their legislatures by sending ballots to all voters when they weren't allowed to do that or to accept uh, ballots by mail that they weren't allowed to accept. Those are very de demonstrable and proven facts. Those things happened and they're now going through courts and being determined to be illegal. But it obviously that alone is enough reason to say this election was stolen. So we, that doesn't even get into the fraud part of it. That just gets into the, the inappropriate actions of, of secretaries of state and, uh, and uh, election commissioners and governors in, in states like Pennsylvania. So there is no big lie here. The lie is that it's a big lie. There's actually a significant amount of truth to what had happened and why it was wrong and why vo uh, laws like the one in Georgia are so important. I want to um, revisit this Democrat versus Republican as it relates to black voters thing just for a second, because, you know, this whole assertion that the Georgia law was Jim Crow 2.0, Give me a frickin' break. I want to point this out, and I have a little trouble with my lighting here reading some of this, this type, but um, there were a number of actions throughout the history of the United States that gave black Americans additional rights, starting with the Emancipation Proclamation in which Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president, freed the slaves. Then there was the 13th Amendment, which ended slavery, slavery officially, and just so you know, the, in the Senate, Republicans, 100% of the Republicans in the Senate at the time, there were 34 of them, voted yes for the 13th Amendment. Um, in the House of Representatives, 100% of the Republicans voted yes. There were 79 of them. Uh, for the 13th Amendment, Democrats in the Senate, only one-third of them voted yes. Three of nine Democrats voted yes. In the House of Representatives, the Democrats voted 49% said yes. So 22 of 45 voted yes for that. The 14th Amendment, which gave black Americans the rights of citizenship, 
In the Senate, Republicans, 91% voted yes. Democrats, zero voted yes for that. In the House of Representatives, uh, 127, which is 100% of Republicans voted yes. 0% voted yes in the House of Representatives from the Democrats. Um, and then the 15th Amendment, which gave black Americans the right to vote. Uh, Republicans in the Senate, 91% said yes. Democrats, 0 said yes. In the House of Representatives, 98% said yes. Of Republicans, 0% of the Democrats said yes to the 15th Amendment. And just taking this a step further, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, Republicans, 82% in the Senate said yes. Democrats, it was only 69% of the Democrats said yes. In the House of Representatives, it was 80% of the Republicans saying yes, and only 63% of the Democrats saying yes. Uh, the Voting Rights Act of 1965, Republicans in the Senate, 94% said yes. Democrats, only 73%. I can go on with this. The Republicans are the party that have produced the best, biggest results in the advancement of civil liberties and civil rights for black Americans. It's been proven over and over and over Every single piece of legislation that had any significance to move the ball forward for the rights of black Americans was supported almost exclusively, but in a majority way by the Republicans. Remember that. But 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 JV, the party's changed. Yeah. The party's changed. It's not the same today because the party's changed. Uh, such bullshit. It is bullshit. I, 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 I mean, all the way. I mean, Robert Byrd was was in the Senate until what the mid eighties, Joe Biden eulogized him favorably, eulogized Strom Thurmond favorably. I mean, this runs up to current day. That's right. You know, and then and then we have these Marxists like the the co founder of BLM grafting all that money. To, I mean a total capitalist. She owns four 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 high end homes now. I know. That's four. such a joke. <laughs> You know, it's like, where did that money come from? Oh, from Nike, given the BLM yep. Corp. You know, they, they 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 paid off BLM so they could you know fly their flag or you know get the stamp. I I, I, I got to ask you a question. What are you? You're making me nervous over there. You're standing up. You're moving all over the place. You're waving. Yeah, I'm, I'm, what is going on with the uh, standing up thing? Because it's making me nervous. Well, unfortunately, um, I just had all new flooring and carpet put in the house, so I'm in my my bunker, actually my garage. Um, on my workbench, all set up. So unfortunately, it's the chair is is too is just high enough to be really uncomfortable to sit in. <laughs> so I ha I'm, I'm standing. Every to show is a challenge for you. This is every show yes. is a major undertaking for what's going hey, on in Brick Griffith's world. Life is a challenge for me. It's and true. It's true. I, you know, but hey, I'm here and I'm doing it. So it's true. I, I don't. It's true. I don't. I don't quit. I just. I just figure out a way to get around. But yeah. I'm, so I'm, did you realize uh, yeah. one of the, vi the, mo the most humorous juxtapositions I've seen in the last couple of weeks? Do you remember the clip? And you may not because it was rather inconsequential at the time. But it was, you know how Don Lamont, who is the biggest asshole, well, one of the biggest assholes. There are several big assholes on CNN. <laughs> but Don Lamont and, and uh, what's his name? Chris Cuomo always do the little handoff thing where they tell much, each other it, how much they love each other and all that is stuff. Is it Lamont? It's Don Lamont. Don Lemon. It's Lamont. It's Lamont. Okay. Um, you know what I'm talking about, though, how they, they hand off from one yeah, to the other. They and they, there's a big yeah. love fest going on, right? Yeah. And uh, in one of those handoffs, uh, you know, they were kind of making they were making fun of Republicans during the whole 
summer of rioting and looting and torching of our cities. Uh, they're making fun of Republicans. Oh, Republicans saying, oh, the crime is out of control and how things are so bad and blah, blah, blah. And then Don Lamont goes on to say, I went out to dinner tonight in New York and people were friendly and told me how much they love my program. It was all this garbage, right? And right. then just a couple of days ago, CNN admits there is a major crime wave sweeping Democrat-run cities. So for CNN to make this admission... And juxtapose that with Don Lamont and Chris Cuomo telling each other how 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 in disingenuous Republicans are being by pointing out the crime because it doesn't really exist. I just think this is this is a beautiful bit of comeuppance. I think this is a beautiful payback. And I am going to put together one of our little Independence Gang videos, which has this article next to those two jokers on CNN. Talk about intellectual lightweights. Those are those are the two of the lightest weights in the business. Um, juxtapose this article with them saying the stupid asinine things they say. And um, yeah, and I just think that it's that incredible. Just, just to read the headline of this thing. It says CNN admits a crime wave, which was evident in 2020, is continuing in 2021 in Democrat-run cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, and others. I mean, the, the numbers are staggering. The numbers are, I won't go through the numbers here, but they're staggering how much violent crime is up in uh, in these cities. It's unbelievable. So w one of these uh, investigative reporters, these young kid investigative reporters um, that are, they're all over the social media. So they do a lot of the streaming stuff of the riots for us. Um, one of them went to the restaurant that Don Lamont said that he went to where, and he asked, was he there? And no one in the restaurant can remember him being there that night. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? No one will, no one will claim that he was there. That's so, hilarious. He probably didn't even go. They're just making shit up. They're just literally making shit up. Britt, why don't you they handle, just, why don't you handle this comment from rebel? This is a good one. Have you heard that Biden is considering finishing the border wall? <laughs> well, the, the, uh, as, as Saki put it there, they're just filling some gaps, which to me is building the damn wall. <laughs> so, they, they're, they're so they can just they're so arrogant that they just can't come out and say, you know what? We we now we've changed our position on this wall. Uh, yeah. We we need to complete it to help uh, stem the flow of illegals crossing in areas that we can't manage. Instead of just saying that, no, they have to redefine the language to yeah. make it something else so that they don't have to admit to being wrong. What a bunch of yeah, like, freaking morons. Yeah. Like, like Biden trips on the stairs instead of just going, yeah, he tripped. People trip. Oh, the wind blew him over. I mean, it's like, come on. I know. But filling the filling the I, I, I when I read that story, I literally laughed out loud. I was just I just laughed out loud. It's just amazing to me that, uh, you know, the one the you know, one you, person you brought you brought this up. So I, I've got I've got to do this. Uh, let's see if this works. Uh oh. 60 oh, miles an hour for today. Uh, I don't hear about see these kits treated as firearms under the Gun Control Act, which is going to require that the seller and manufacturers make the key parts with serial numbers. See? It can happen. It can happen. I don't know why it was all stretched out like that. But it can happen, Britt. He just got blown away he by got, the wind, obviously. He just got blown away because he's, you know, he's just like, he's so hollow inside. He's like a cell. The head is like a cell. So it just catches the wind and away he goes. <laughs> and I wish he would keep going. But I, you know what? I don't know if Kamala Harris will be any better. She could be a lot worse. Oh, oh, I I, I think that's absolutely. Here, here's the plan, okay? Let me give you the plan. The plan, okay. Here's the plan. 
in 2022, we take back the Senate, we take the House of Representatives. Kevin McCarthy becomes Speaker of the House of Representatives. Joe Biden will be gone. Kamala Harris will be uh, put into office. We impeach her because there's going to be a reason to impeach her. We get rid of her. Kevin McCarthy becomes, <laughs> becomes president. That's how it's going to work. That's what Nancy Pelosi was praying for when, uh, you know, when they were impeaching Trump, that she would get she would get a hold of that office. God, that woman, I swear. So uh, my yeah, kids, but, you know, my- you, you, you say that and I agree with you. However, she she played this uh, coronavirus relief thing perfectly. She wouldn't give the Republicans anything uh, leading up to the election. It hurt Republicans. She held out until Biden got elected, and then she got this $2 trillion boondoggle. She got everything she yeah. wanted. She played it yeah. masterfully, even though it was at the, at the expense of the American people. Yeah. How, how, long, how long do you think, J.B., till we really start to feel the pain of all the shit we're doing right now? We're already starting how to feel long? it. We're already starting to feel it. Go, I mean, you, you, you've looked at the price of gasoline. You've looked at the price of mm-hmm. food. You've looked at the price of lumber. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I, I, did, I, did I see this correctly? Is, is a sheet of plywood like 80 bucks or something? OSB board, the cheapest stuff you can get that mashed together stuff. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, the OSB, chips. So, yeah. So, yeah, the chip one. So last year, I was spending about thirteen to fifteen dollars for a uh, four by eight sheet, half inch. Yeah, they are now over forty bucks. That's the cheapest you can get, and that's what they are using on the side of buildings now. Yeah. So like, there's a huge building going up uh, around the corner from where I live. It's a multi-level living situation, and I'm just looking at all the lumber that's in this thing, and it's. I mean, lumber's up 80%, so therefore the cost of building a structure's up 80%. So, which means the price is going to go up by yeah. a certain amount. You know, so I, what happened? I mean, I'm worried with all the dollars that we're printing and then the environmental regulations that are coming back online, which is makes it more expensive to, to create the goods that we need to build the whatevers. And transport I mean, them. And transport them and, and just survive. Um we're not going to be able to afford it. I mean, I don't, I don't know how that, well, I, don't, that's I don't exactly, know how that works. That, I mean, that's exactly it. That's that's exactly what's happening. And that we've only had. I mean, we, we granted last year we had a six, we had six trillion dollars in in monies that were appropriated for relief of the COVID the, the shutdowns. The shutdowns are what caused this, not the not the virus. It's the shutdowns that caused this. And then we now we have another one point nine trillion that was passed in January. We're talking about another six trillion in in infrastructure, which now includes everything. Infrastructure, everything is infrastructure now. Uh, so, and that's all on top of the budget, uh, the normal budget, which includes defense and and entitlements. And yeah. this kind of spending, I mean, you're already starting to see it, Britt. You, you mm-hmm. Talk about the price of lumber. Talk about the price of food. Talk about the price of energy. This is only the beginning. Add, add 300% to that. You know, you think $3 a gallon, which is what it is here. I'm sure it's more in California. For gas, is high right is high now. Wait till it's $5. Yeah, it's, bucks. Over, it's over 4 bucks here right now. Jesus. So, so, let me, so let me rephrase the question to you. How long do you think till it gets bad enough that the masses feel it, see it, understand it and go, holy shit, what the hell we do? Because we're not there yet. Because I have conversations with people who think everything is perfect. Wow. Um, If people think everything is perfect, I don't know when it's going to hit them, but I'm going to tell you, it's going to keep getting worse. And I would suggest that as we get into the fall, when I think much of the distraction of COVID will be over, 
people are going to start looking, going, you know, trying to go out and do the things they had not been doing. And they're going to recognize, holy shit, I can't go to a restaurant and have, you know, a burger and a beer for less than 60 bucks. I mean, things like that. You know, that's going to, yeah. that's going to start to hit them, yeah. hit them for real. Right now, everybody's still kind of, still isolated a little bit, still, you know, adhering to these weird rules and, and not, I mean, I tell you what, I, you know, I haven't been out. I used to go out and have a beer and something to eat a couple times a week. And uh, I haven't done it in really in months. And that's put a saved a lot of money, frankly, but um, <laughs> it wasn't by choice. Uh, but, you know, we get, we get back into the swing of doing these things. We're going to start recognizing what's, what's been happening. So do you think this is all by design? Which keeping part us of locked it? up so that we so keeping keeping us locked up so we don't go out and feel the pain of all this money they're spending and and the devaluation uh, that's happening. I don't think it's by design in that respect because I don't think they believe they're the cause of it. I don't think that they think that their policies are causing it. So they wouldn't, by extension, think they need to keep us you know isolated so we don't recognize what's happening. Um, because if they did that, they would recognize they're the ones causing it, and maybe they wouldn't do those things. What's the advantage to them of causing these problems if they knew they were? Then they are causing them, but they don't realize they are. Uh, so no, I don't think that's the, the. I don't think it goes that far. But you know what? That's good enough. That's good enough for this. Yeah, that's good enough for that one. All right. Yeah. Well, well, since you threw that up there, I'm going to go a little farther since you used the tinfoil <laughs> hat one. I'm going to give you a legitimate tinfoil hat one. Okay. I personally believe that there are a number of people in the upper government levels that have been there for a long time that are working with the Soros, Bezos, Gates, uh, Atlantic uh, Foundation type people, the Devos people, where they do believe that they need a central party control because climate change, because they truly believe that resources are finite and we're going to use them all up. So we have to slow America down because America was the juggernaut. So we have to, we have to slow everybody down and we have to control this in a central party. And all of this destroying of stuff does that. Also, it allows China to take over and they want access to the China, the China market because America's tapped out. They have 100% of our market. They need that 1.8 billion people over there to tap into to make even more money. So I, th I truly think there is a plan that they're pushing through that they're trying. Um, is it completely successful? I don't know. Are some things successful? I think so. I think I, I think running Trump out on a rail and getting Joe Biden in there now these some of these more insane uh, environment the New Green Deal that they're pushing through um, comes from a cabal of powerful people who think that they should make all the decisions and that we're just peasants and I, should shut up and be happy with what we have. I'll agree with you on that that part of it. I don't think I don't think it's as deep as you're suggesting. However, I do believe yes, they do they do think they know better than the rest of us shut up going along go along with it. And I, but I honestly do think that they think climate change is a serious threat. They do think that, uh, you know, in Bill Gates' case, that we need to depopulate the world, not increase population. I do think that they take on these causes. But again, you've got these people with billions of dollars. They probably have a little bit of guilt. They feel a little bit of guilt because they have all this money. So they look for ways to become social justice warriors to assuage that guilt. And these are the ways it, it manifests itself. Um, I want to move on to something else here. Uh, I find this particularly funny. Democrats and progressives are now... Uh, putting pressure 
on liberal uh, Supreme Court Justice Breyer to retire so that they yes. can appoint a, a progressive judge to the bench right now while they still have the Senate to make sure that progressive gets gets confirmed. Now, Breyer is the most likely to retire. He says he's got no plans to go anywhere anytime soon. And these Democrats are eating their own because they're so hungry to get what they want that in addition to packing the court, by the way, Breyer is against packing the court, which is another reason they want him gone. Um, but they're, they're, they're trying to force their own people out. Breyer's a, a, a religion, a, a, um, a liberal, uh, Bastion on the Supreme Court. He's one of the most liberal judges on the court. Yeah, since Bruce Greater Ginsburg went. That's right. Since RGP went. That's right. You know, and RGP was holding out for Hillary Clinton presidency so that the first female president could nominate another female justice <laughs> oh on the court. And, you know, that didn't work out so well. But uh, but they'll kill him. They're just going to kill him. You watch. There's going to be some weird, mysterious plane crash. Uh, he's going to, you know, uh, get hit by a runaway oh, mule Jesus. or something. Twice in the same five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, boy, I tell you, I haven't gone to that so many times in three minutes span. So, 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 if it happens, you buying me a steak dinner? If if he ends up dying in some mysterious way, yeah, yeah. He, you think it'll be a suicide in uh, in uh, what's that park? Something Fort Park that uh, Vince oh, Foster, yeah. Mister Vince Foster, took himself out. Oh, yeah. or uh, took himself what was the other out. Guy? Yeah. yeah, took himself out with two gunshots. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Or uh, or our chief, what was the other chief justice that died mysteriously laying in bed? Oh, uh, 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 um, Scalia. Uh, Scalia, thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, mean he was he Scalia was out. he was the uh, he was the most conservative, brilliant man, most conservative justice on the court. Yeah. Um, Super dangerous. And then remember when Sandy, what was his name? Sandy was it Berger? Sandy. Yeah, he was who snuck out of the uh, the the where he snuck out somewhere with documents stuffed down his pants. Oh, that's right. Remember? Yes. I mean, these people, yeah. freaking Clintons, Democrats are the filthiest goddamn people walking this planet. How anybody, I hope nobody in our chat room or listening to this program has ever voted for a Democrat. The only Democrat I'll give you a pass on is Tulsi Gabbard. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the only one I'm going to give you a pass on. Oh, my God. Well, I don't care who you voted for in chat. Just keep watching. Um <laughs> Make sure you subscribe. Brits tried to pat mend the fences. I just bulldozed. <laughs> no, yes. they, I, 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 and again, but see, I come from this. I come from the standpoint, JB. I mean, JB, you're a little more hard lined on, uh, uh, clear on your lines of where people are. I, I truly believe that center of the, the establishment, Democrat establishment, Republicans. I think they're just a uniparty working together to keep their grifting going and their family and friends rich. I, I think it's morphed to that. That's where we're at. And I don't think it was always like that, but I think that's where we're at today. And Hillary Clinton was supposed to win and their grifting was just going to keep on going. Their endless wars, they're, you know, making money on shipping stuff and military contracts. And, and then Trump came in and screwed it all up. And so the mask slipped and we got to see how the man behind the curtain works and it's ugly and we now know so we have a choice are we going to keep going for this or we're we going to vote trump back in in 2024 yeah. or a trump like yeah person yeah um a couple of quotes about tulsi gabbard uh, tulsi is is on the right side of all this i think she probably ends up switching parties too i don't know how a, 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 any kind of moderate tulsi gabbard even joe manchin even though joe manchin really isn't a moderate he's 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 by comparison to what's 
going on in the Congress and the Senate with these Democrats. He's moderate compared to those folks. Um, these people don't have a home in the Democrat Party anymore, and we should be lobbying them. We should be, in fact, Britt, we should get on the phone. We should start calling Joe Manchin's office 10 times a day and say, you need to switch parties. You need to become a Republican. And what yeah, is it with these, these quote-unquote independents like Bernie Sanders? Why are they always caucusing with the Democrats? Why doesn't it, if they're truly independent, and we know Bernie Sanders isn't, why don't they sometimes caucus with the Republicans? Why is it always the Democrats? Because it, it only goes one direction, That's All the mistakes right. go one direction. All the... The censorship goes one direction. All of the scandals go one direction. And I just want to—I um, just want to mention that, and I'll put this one away. But uh, this effort to get Justice Breyer to retire, uh, a group uh, called Demand Justice has hired a billboard truck to drive around the Supreme Court building um, with a message saying, "Breyer, retire. It's time for a black woman Supreme Court justice. There's no time to waste." And that's what they're doing. They're saying they're saying he's got to get off the off the bench so that we can put a not we but Biden can uh, nominate a black woman to be the first black Supreme court woman justice why is it always by measure of some uh racial or or gender thing why can't it just be the best person for the job who's the best person for the job same thing with the, united airlines just announced that 50 percent of their pilots are going to be either women or minorities uh you know that's their plan for the next 10 years whatever that doesn't make me feel safe not that i have anything against women or minority pilots but i just want to make sure they're the best pilots just give me the yeah, best I, ones i don't care what they look like yeah, I just want the ones that can land the damn thing. I want the ones that can get me up in the air to where I want to go and down on the ground without any incidents. Those are the pilots. Yeah. If they're Martians, I don't care what they look like. I don't care what they look like. Just get me there. Just Safely. get me there. So are so can You're I? You're not can supposed I to get me a... this worked up on a Sunday. You're not supposed well, to get me this fired up on a Sunday. Take your meds, man. Take your, get get the get the big blue pill. Swallow it down. Big blue pill. What do you think I'm doing over here? <laughs> I don't know. My, my my grandma, my mom's mom. Whenever she was in pain, she would go get me big blue, and it was like this horse sized blue pill. And uh, she said it made all the pain go away. She called oh, it big blue. There you go. <laughs> so that's the story on that. So I, I, I you know, let's tr okay. So let's let's transition here a little bit. Okay. So here is um, a local small business. This is local to me. Um, the wine cave. So he he was going to lose his business right in the middle of the lockdowns, and he had to um, let's see. I think there's a photo of him here. Um, oh, maybe it's the next one. So he had to open up in the middle of the pandemic, and then the news, Fox News, knew about this, and they went out and they did a story on him, and you know, and he was literally saying, "I am going to go out of business. I did not qualify for grants. I did not qualify for the paycheck paycheck protection plan, so my employees aren't getting paid." I have to open up to survive. And he opened up and he was doing his thing. Well, our lovely uh, code enforcement, um, let's see if I can get this up. Our lovely code enforcement apparently saw saw the article and then went over there. And uh, I'm going to read the, this is the bill from Fox LA, the reporter. I'm going to read his tweet. April 2020, I took these photos of Joe Talihani, owner of the Wine Cave, a bar in Monterosa. We did a story with him about how he planned to stay open during lockdowns. The day after it aired, authorities threatened him and he complied. He just called me. He lost his business today. So poor Joe is out of business. Now let's think about this. Gavin Newsom, 
connected mother effing politician on the correct aisle, the correct side of the aisle, mm -hmm. a Democrat, his wine bar is open. Oh, and it stayed open because it was in an area that wasn't affected, apparently. Of course. Uh, it, also, it also got $3 million in PPP money. <laughs> of course. So the, so the connected governor, who was nephew to Nancy Pelosi, which a lot of people don't realize, gets $3 million on paycheck, paycheck protection uh, program and also got to stay open and continue making money. While poor Joe here gets locked down, uh, has to open up to try and save his business. Now, this man has nothing. He's lost everything. How many people are like Joe where they've lost everything? And going back to the conversation we had earlier, people who have nothing to lose are the most dangerous humans on the planet because they have nothing to lose. And we're getting more and more yeah. people who have nothing to lose. That's right. It's building up. That's right. So, and you're in New York, and it's just as bad in New York. Yeah. And yeah. We, and then um, we have, we have, go ahead. I was just going to say, there's, a, there's a, 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 a bar restaurant in Staten Island that spent, was featured on Fox News a few times. I think it's called Max. And they, and Governor Cuomo issued some uh, some orders that they needed to shut down or whatever. They, and there was a standoff and a fight. They just won their court battle against Governor Cuomo. But guess what happened? They won the court battle. And the very next day, law enforcement was back at their establishment, uh, giving them new summons and new fines. So they started the process all over again. So the state lost, Cuomo lost, but he's just doing it yep. again. Even though he, lost the, yep. he just lost this one, he's going to do it again to them. It's like, yeah, because you dared challenge me, I'm going to punish your ass. That's what this is about. Yeah. And the state has infinite money, That's and right. this guy does not. That's exactly right. So, I mean, how there? Are, it, it's funny. I've had this conversation with my kids before because my son, who, and I'm trying to talk about, he wants to go in the military, and he wants to be a cop, and he wants to help, and yada, yada, yada. So we were having this conversation about someone that got arrested that was innocent. And he's like, Dad, if you're innocent, you just get a lawyer and – you just go to court and you fight it out and you win. And I, and I had to explain to him, buddy. So you have a corrupt code enforcement that ran this guy out of business. Now he's going to have to spend $25,000 or more to prove his innocence. To be declared innocent at the end, he's going to have to spend $25,000 or more in legal fees. The state has all of our tax money and they can just keep going and going and going. So a lot of times people are innocent, but they take the guilty plea like General Flynn That's to right. stop – the hemorrhaging of money. And my son looked at me with these eyes of like, how can a system be like this? Yeah. This is wrong. This is, I mean, and, and, and I kind of crushed him a little bit, but he needs to know the truth that the system does this stuff. I mean, and General Flynn's a great example of how the politicians were pissed at him, the Obama administration basically, and they went after him and crushed him to the point where he bank bankrupted him. And then he just, and then they said, well, we're going to go after your son now. That's when he fell on the sword. Yep. How do we stop that? That that to me is the ultimate in corruption, and that to me should be a death penalty offense. Those those government officials that do that, guillotine time, take them out public square, guillotine. You wanna you wanna use state funds to run an innocent person out of business or run the court? This is a record. This is a record tonight. We've had to, we've had to go to the crazy train three times in, in like in like a ten minute period. Brit is you're, hey. you're way off the reservation tonight. No, no, I, I'm I'm inventing my own reservation. What are you talking about? <laughs> so as you probably heard, in addition to the 
two and a half trillion dollars infrastructure bill that Biden proposed and is now pitching last week. He also introduced a one and a half trillion dollar budget proposal, which included some defense spending. And we're not going to get into a lot of details of this other than it does um, increase a lot of social programs and government agencies, including a 40, 40.8%. So almost a 41% increase in the Department of Education's budget, a 28% increase for the Department of Commerce, a 23% increase for the Health and Human Services Agency, and a 16% increase for agriculture. So these are major increases for uh, government agencies. Now, Oh, and also 21% for the uh, Environmental Protection Agency. In addition to all that, there's a 1.7% increase for defense. Now, you can argue that given what we're seeing right now with Russia on the Ukrainian border, with Russia in the Arctic, with China in the South China South Sea, and China's threats against Hong Kong and Taiwan um, and other places around the world, you could argue that the defense budget needs to be doubled. But instead, it's getting a 1.7% increase. Now, here's the thing that makes this even more disturbing. And I have a, a clip here from Jen Psaki talking about it. The focus of the plus up on defense is meant to address a couple of issues, uh, promoting diversity and inclusion in the armed forces, fulfilling our commitments to military families. Part of it goes to military and civilian pay increases, or that's what propose, is proposed, prioritizing defense investments in climate resilience and energy efficiency. Uh, we believe it provides a robust funding level for the military forces uh, needed to deter war and ensure our nation's security is grounded in the administration's interim national security guidance. We have as I pointed out, some significantly important challenges facing us in, in what Russia is doing currently, they're going to go into Ukraine and we're going to have to have a response and what China is doing currently. Yet, if you listen to what Jen Psaki just said there, she pointed out that the increase in the defense budget and much of the defense budget is going to go toward, and I'm just going to use the two words that, that screamed loudly to me, diversity and climate. This is the United States military, our only line of defense against world aggression. And it has become a woke arm of the progressive left. Not only are they going to be spending parts of their budget on diversity and climate change, but in addition to that, they are rooting out, quote unquote, extremists in their ranks. They've got new criteria uh, set up to determine who extremists are. Now, just understand that the definition of extremists is still a little vague, but it's going to turn out to be people who disagree with their agenda. That'll be extremists. What are you showing me there? This is the United States Navy Twitter account, their avatar, the eagle on the cross or on the, the anchor with a mask on. Is that's that how woke? Is that the that's real? That's not something that somebody just did as a joke. No, nope. This is legit. This is absolutely. I, I looked it up. I made sure. Let me ask you this, Brett. Legit. Let me ask you this, Brett. Is that a yeah. mask or is that a gag? Because right now, either one would be appropriate. It could be either one. It could be either one. But actually, it's a mask. No, so I know it is. I know it is. But it's kind of funny that it also could be a gag. I mean, I mean, like you know, yeah. shutting Americans up. 
right? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. Uh, you're not allowed to talk about that. By the way, let me just, not, go, let me, before we move on here, that article, I just want to point out that 41% increase to the Department of Education. Just remember how much money uh, education received as part of the COVID relief package. Huge amounts of money. And they're still not going back to school. And they're still not going back. So, you know, they talk about scams. Yeah, it's an it's it's absolute scam. But yeah, the the Navy has gone that woke to where they put a mask on their. I, this whole mask thing floors me. All the studies that are coming out right now about the vaccines, the vaccines are working like they're supposed to work. There was just a study that came out of Africa from uh, of the uh, one of the vaccines. I forget which one it was, but literally in their control group, uh, the 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 vaccined group did not for six months did not get COVID. The placebo group they had thirty four get COVID. Hospitalizations and death with the vaccine group, zero. With the placebo group, nine hospitalizations or deaths. So the vaccines are working like they're supposed to work. Like they, like science has said they've worked before 2020 happened and, and scientism came into being. So the vaccines are working. We don't have long-term data on what's going on. So, you know, we might end up being sterile, who knows, but, um, which is what Gates wants. Mm. But, <laughs> but they're working. So we don't have to do this mask thing anymore if you're vaccinated. We don't have to do the social distancing anymore, but yet we still are. Why are we still doing that? Why are they still pushing this? Also, there is now study after study after study proving that masks do not work. But you can't say that, and we're totally going to get banned here on YouTube for right. that. Right. Thank you for um, doing that. No. Yeah. But they don't But they don't work. There's study after, scientific peer-reviewed studies that prove that, but we're still doing it. Why are we still doing that? It's a control thing is an absolute control thing and a fear thing to keep us in line. Well, to keep the dumb in line, at least. It also keeps us fighting amongst ourselves, which is another tactic. You know, we've got the, yep. the people who get masks shamed and the, the people that are doing the shaming. And, you know, it's just one more way that we're at each other's throats and looking at each other suspiciously and all that. That's uh, one thing after another. Um, uh, wait, whoa, whoa, Mary Grace is saying I had a vasectomy. No, I didn't have a vasectomy. What? Oh, saved you. Saved <laughs> Mary you. Mary Grace said, <laughs> yes, the, uh, oh. yeah, I don't need to have kids. I'm not going to have my kids get it. Uh, they're not going to get it. Not until we have some long term. Cause, uh, I, I, there was someone on Twitter who said, you know, imagine you go, uh, you're going into the hospital and you can't breathe because your lungs are damaged from, you know, not taking the vaccine 10 years ago and now we have to pay for it. Oh, you know, Jesus. and I was like, and I was like, imagine, do they feel, the, do they feel the same way about, uh, about, um, legalization of marijuana and smoking of marijuana? Do they, have, do, do they feel the same way that, you know, we shouldn't pay for the health the lung cancer that's going to be developed because uh, smoking marijuana is three times more uh, carcinogens than uh, smoking regular cigarettes. Anybody going to yeah, any, no. they going to bring that up? Because I bet you no, they no, support that. That's, yeah, that's approved. But my response to that was: Imagine fifteen years from now, uh, your daughter at the at the uh, fertility clinic with the doctor, and the doctor says, "I'm sorry, ma'am, you're sterile, and we don't know why." But it's because you took her at 10 to get the vaccine yeah. from a disease that 100% doesn't affect that. <laughs> I know, no, I. You know, uh, so there are some long term things, but I mean, I got vaccinated because, I mean, if I'm sterile, great. Just save me a vasectomy. I don't have to have my balls clipped on. But. Okay, you don't need to go. This program, we don't need to say words like balls and those things, okay? Well, why'd you repeat it? <laughs> yes. um, do you remember the, the, the undercover <laughs> video? That um, was released of the abortion 
uh, clinics and they were talking about selling oh, the fetuses and all yes. that. Yeah. Brains a, and body parts. and Yeah. A judge just imposed a permanent ban on the release of any more of that video, undercover video footage that was collected during the same series of, uh, of uh, re- I guess, uh, investigative report of uh, actions. Um, there's a lot of this stuff. And a judge just told the uh, the reporter that collected this that he can no longer release any of it because it's too damaging to the people involved. Can you believe this? Yeah, censorship. I mean, you know, the whole abortion world, I mean, it's it's a religion. Um, but... Well, I, yeah, it's, it's regardless just, of that, regardless, uh, you know, I don't want to get in, I don't want to get into the abortion, abortion debate because I just... It's, that's a third rail here too, but the fact that a reporter collected some what is very very disturbing conversations in video footage that the American public have the right to know about, and the judge says no, you yeah. can't release this. Um, fortunately, this judge there's an opportunity for this to be overridden in an appeal. But man, even the judiciary is in on this crap. There's also the the ability of accidentally dropping a thumb drive somewhere too. You yeah, know? of course. Oops, it fell out of my pocket. Of course, but then and yeah. then it gets out. Oops, I guess. Yeah, but then the, the poor reporter. Off. Yeah, that, that would help. And you're all, you're getting on me for saying balls. Jesus, stop saying that. <laughs> Chat's already all over it. This is a sophisticated <laughs> program, okay? As you try to drink through the cap. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, since we're going to uh, transition off of uh, abortion, we'll do something. I have this video. I'm going to show the pig video. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, I'm pro-gun. I have lots of guns. I am like militant 2A. And I always get in arguments with people about this, you know, 10-round magazine limit. Whatnot. And, and, the, and the comeback I get is if you can't hit the target in 10 rounds, then you need to be on the – you shouldn't have a gun or you need more range time. And I'm sorry, but when you have – animals charging you or humans charging you try shooting accurately while you're also running for your life so this and people always laughing no pigs don't there's no feral pigs this actually happens where my kids live in norco the riverbed goes through there and they'll have 50 60 100 feral pigs come up out of the riverbed and it will just decimate an entire neighborhood it literally looks like you know the the disking trowels that the farmers use to turn over the crops into the ground that's what it looks like through your yard as they're rooting for roots to eat they just destroy Anyway, but they're dangerous, especially when they have babies. They will literally – they've taken out horses. They're aggressive. They'll take yeah. you out if they can. They're aggressive. But th- this video pops up of these hunters that uh, – I don't know how they rolled into this, but they all of a sudden um, get attacked by a bunch of pigs. And all they have are single-shot hunting rifles. And this is a case where having a 30-round clip would be amazing to save your life. These guys are lucky they're still alive, actually. They just charge. And if you look in the background of this, when he turns around here, there's like 40 of them coming. Yeah. And and all they have is their single shot hunting rifles, you know, bolt action. And look how they're spreading out. They're like fanning out so they can come in from different angles. And yeah. And, that, and this, is how, so this is how they hunt yeah. and protect. Yeah. And defend themselves. It's like a pack but, of wolves. So they yeah, look at that. Boom. Charges the guy because they have tusks. They have those little miniature tusks. Yep. And they use those to rip you apart and then you bleed out. Yep. So I saw this and I was just like, this is such a classic example. So in the country, this happens. You'll be on your farm. You'll be on your property. And all of a sudden from the wood line will come a pack of these wild feral hogs. And they will come after you. 
and you have to have a way to defend yourself. And I'm sorry, but trying to shoot accurately when you're running at the same time, <laughs> yeah. it, it just doesn't happen. I mean, you, your rounds are going to go everywhere. You'd need, the, you'd need that, those clips with those uh, magazines with 30 rounds in it. But uh, I don't know. I just I saw this video and I was like, this is such like a classic example. This is a perfect example of articulating what does happen in the country on a semi-regular to where it's it's not like a big story when it happens because it happens that often. It's almost like when drunk drivers, you know, crash and kill people. You don't always hear about it all the time unless it's like a lot or really spectacular. So anyway, I just thought I would share that. It's also just a crazy video. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. You know. That stuff is uh, is certainly striking when you see it, but my argument for the Second Amendment always goes back to it's our last line against tyranny, and um, oh yeah, no, that's absolutely. why it's there. That's, and that's we, the only reason it's there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's there to keep our government in check, and uh, whatever the government has, we should be able to have. And yes, I'm even including tanks. You're welcome. Yeah, I would love to have a tank in my driveway. You didn't even get the joke. Will you at least laugh at the jokes? Oh, what was the joke? You said, and I mean tanks. And I said, you're welcome. Oh, Jesus. That's a, that's a dad joke. <laughs> you totally just did a dad joke. It's actually a Marx Brothers joke. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just did a dad joke. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have anything else oh, on this stuff God. to talk about. I think um, we're probably getting close to the end here. Yeah, let me see. I, I think I have some stuff left over. Again, this is Sunday leftovers. This is the stuff we didn't get to during the week. Um, oh, I have this thing on remote workers. So there was a survey done, and uh, it shows that it – oh, let me let me turn off the autoplay. Come on, stop. So a new survey shows a third of remote workers may quit if called back to the office full time. <laughs> you know – the commercial real estate market, I think, is going to take a hit. Oh, a no, no, no. Yeah, there's no thinking about that. I, I, If you have any money in commercial real estate, get out now. Get out now. Malls, uh, office complexes, it's all going to tank. And now you say you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but I'm bumped. I need a cigar, though. So Some yeah, no, yeah, no. The uh, the commercial commercial real estate's screwed for a lot of reasons, um, and this kind of ties into you've 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 noticed that Portland is is experiencing riots and civil unrest again, or is it still? I'm not even sure which. I don't know if it's continuing from the summer. I don't know if it ever let up, but and Portland cut 15 million dollars from its police budget over the summer. And now they can't, they, they have no police. They can't do anything against these. So the mayor, Ted Wheeler, um, had asked for a $2 million uh, special allocation to the police department so they could get some officers. Higher. Yeah, and, and, and get some people that can resist what's going on. Again, burning, looting, all that stuff. Uh, and he was turned down. Instead, the city commissioners voted to spend $6 million instead of the $2 million that the mayor requested. They uh, voted to spend $6 million on community grants to community groups and to hire 24 park rangers, unarmed, unarmed. park rangers that are supposed to respond to these to defuse them. Yeah. Now, how long do you think before one or more of those park ranger, rangers ends up dead or seriously injured? Well, what will happen, JV, is the park rangers will get the call 
to come out and stop the whatever. And the park rangers are going to go, oh, oh hell we need no. the police. Yeah, so, oh, hell no. Yeah, well, no they're they're going to say, oh, oh, we need the police with us. And they're not going to go in until they have the police with them. Yeah. So pretty much useless. Um, I have something more on that. And actually right now uh, they're rioting again. There was another police-involved shooting that happened today, and there's riots right now in Minnesota, I believe, somewhere. Or it might be India, in India, Indiana, yeah, Indianapolis. Um, but how about this? Did you do you remember seeing this? So, what are we looking at here? Okay. So this is Albany, uh, it's Cambridge, Al uh, university. It's Albion. Sorry, it. Albion. Al Thank you. Albion college. Um, so there was some racial graffiti that was written on the wall. Oh, right, right, right. A few days ago, uh, several days ago. And so the students are in chaos are walking out of class. There's been some scuffling and uh, a little bit of vandalism here and there. Um, I'm trying to back out of this and it's not letting me anyway, it was a hoax. So the police did their investigation and they arrested a black college student on the campus that wrote it himself. He admitted to it. All a hoax. Yep. All a hoax. So now these kids are out there running around, ranting and raving, burning stuff and doing what, you know. And it, in addition to that, in addition to that, I think that the college actually took some measures on campus in response to this. And even when they found out it was a hoax, they didn't they didn't stop. They didn't stop these measures. They just went forward with this stuff. Yeah, I, I, we are so screwed. Don't send your kids to college. Do not send your kids to college unless it's uh, what's a uh, uh, Hillsdale, Liberty? Hillsdale, or Hillsdale? Is it Hillsdale? Hillsdale, Hillsdale and, and Liberty is Prager or is it Prager or Prager? Prager. It's a Prager. Prager. Is Prager that a real college or is that just an online? Yes. Thing? Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's an online thing, but it is a it is accredited. Yeah. And I think they might have a campus now. It's been a while since I looked at that, but. Mm. Um, yeah, fall uh, another hoax. I mean, here's that article. I didn't realize I had a graphic of it. It's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. That 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 they don't have they don't have the they don't have the authority to do that. I'm sorry. No, these are activist judges. That's the difference. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're writing in Iowa right now. Rebels says made a law that said if there is a mob surrounding you on the street, you can. You can keep going even if you hit them. You are legally safe. So if you're in a car and a mob surrounds you, you can plow through them because. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's, I mean, we saw like a woman. Remember there was, video, there was video of a woman with a child, and and the BLM mob surrounded her car, and yep. she was. I mean, she's scared for her life with a yep. little kid in the car. It's just not right. Well, well there, and then there was that uh, that mob up in was a yeah, uh, it was in Utah. I want to. I think it was Utah. And they were rioting. They were rioting and doing their thing. And they literally surrounded an SUV, white suburban. Yeah. And then someone in the crowd just put a gun in there and shot the driver. Yeah. And then the driver took off. But even but even after getting shot, the driver creeped through the crowd so he wouldn't run anybody over. And then drove himself to the hospital. So crazy. He should. If that was me, I would have flat footed it. Anybody yep. that's in front of me, you're getting hit. Exactly. Yeah. We're definitely the the, the, the freaking country needs the crazy town train right now. I know. I know. Well, the people, and I have to believe, I still have enough faith in the country that a majority of the people look at that stuff and say, this has got to stop. And they're just afraid to speak up. Eventually, yep. eventually they have to speak up. And I'm hoping that yeah. 
by doing a program like this, and obviously there are a lot of others like this, that it's gonna it'll start giving people courage and, and confidence to start speaking out against this bullshit. We cannot live in a society that doesn't have law and order and people respecting each other, respecting the lives of one another. And right now they don't. These people that make up this Black Lives Matter Antifa movement, they don't respect anything but their themselves. And uh, that's yeah. got to that's got to change. Well, they're getting paid to do it. I mean, the money has been tracked back to the Tides Foundation, to uh, the Atlanta Council. To, I mean, they are funding and helping organize these groups and getting them around the country and uh, putting together the legal defense. So any the legal defense fund. So every anytime they get arrested, they have a lawyer right there to uh, to challenge everything. Um, so this is outside forces that are really trying to agitate us and break divide us and then break us apart. I'm going to give Chad a five minute warning here. But if you have questions or topics that you want to bring up that you want us to chat about, we'll take them. And if we if they keep coming, we'll stay on as long as you keep providing those questions or topics. Otherwise, we're going to we're going to call it a night here. We've gone longer than our normal hour um, because we had a lot that, a lot that had accumulated over the course of the weekend. And I'm really anxious to have to start talking. I actually reached out to. Uh, a couple people today, including Mike Lindell's office, about trying to get Mike Lindell on this program. He's been doing a lot of work in, into the fraud investigation of the last election. His, the stuff he's produced is quite compelling. And um, you know, there's a couple others, too, that I've reached out because I really want to I really want to address this, quote unquote, big lie. I really do. Yeah. Rebel has a good point. Our country is so amazing that we actually have to fake our racism. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh, it's so crazy. Although, but, but what about these Asian attacks that are going on right now? Now, of course, the media is blaming white supremacy, but all the videos I see, it is literally minority on minority. And yeah. they, uh, what is that all about? What is What does the black community have against the – I don't understand that, obviously, because I'm white and I don't live in either of those communities, but I don't get it. Have you ever in your life considered beating up somebody because of their race, the color of their skin, or hitting somebody on a street because of the way they look? Or Have you ever considered no, treating another human never. being like that ever once in your life? No, not a once. Not, not and, and it's that culture they're looking to destroy. That should tell you everything. It's this yeah, civilized, I respectful, humility, humble uh, culture where people really really respect each other and want the best for each other and themselves that's the culture they want to destroy because it's been too successful yeah i yeah yeah and and why 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 do they why do they because they do not want game? to play by the rules but they still want the same outcomes that's what it is they don't want to have to play by the rules the things that your mother told you you know go to school get an education obey authority uh you know work hard. respect adults work hard all of those things that made us what we are i know it made me what i am they don't want to have to do that but they still want the same outcome that's that's so you're saying all that's what it's about completely so they're soft. They don't want to work hard. It's they soft. Just want it. It's not soft. They're they're entitled. They they believe they're entitled. Did you see that? Dana they'll work Hawk? hard out in the streets burning shit down, or they'll work hard scamming people in one fashion or another. But they won't work hard trying to uh, you know be in an honest living. That's the difference. And I'm I'm over generalizing a little bit here. But the bottom line is they want the same outcomes without having to do the same uh, living the same kind of life. 
Yeah. Did you, you, you know, David Hogg, right? The kid from Parkland, um, anti-gun activist, the whole nine yards, went to started a pillow company to rival, to not to take Mike Lindell out of business. Did you see that? No, I didn't. You see any of that stuff? No. Oh my God. It's a big hoopla in the media and he's, it's called our pillow or something like that. Or no, it's called good pillow. Good. Well, uh, yesterday he just did an announcement that he's resigning from anything to do with it. He has to go back to his studies. He has to. <laughs> so basically, what happened is what happened was he didn't think starting a business was hard work. Yeah, exactly. And you have to risk, and you have to risk capital. Two things he's not willing to do. Exactly. Hey, listen. But I, he went running for the hills. I put it all on the line for my businesses. You know, I put everything on the line, and I didn't always, I didn't succeed the first time either. And I put it all on the line, and so everything I have was was in part due to my hard work, but also in part due due to the risks I took. Yep. Without yeah, risk reward, and that's your reward, not anybody else's. The risk, I, the risks I took, and the fact that I worked my ass off to get there, and I respected the rules to do it. I worked within the framework to make it happen. Yeah, I, I, I worked, I worked very hard with my kids. They, they never ask me for money. They never go, Hey dad, I need money. They always go, Hey dad, what can I do to earn 20 bucks? What can I do to earn? And then at that point I'll go, well, what do you need it for? What are you doing? What? Oh, like my daughter. Oh, you need to buy a bra. You know, here's 60 bucks. Go buy your bra. You, you, know? could, you could have said but, anything. You didn't have to say bra. You could have said. Why? <laughs> Because you could have, never mind, never mind. We'll have a conversation off air. We'll have a, do, do we'll have have, a talk off air. No, I don't have a problem with bras. And I don't have a problem with what? balls. And you've said both tonight. And I, both will make me right. a little uncomfortable on this show. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. Oh, stop. Don't be a prude. I'm not being a prude. Anyway, it's my, nothing about being a prude. You want to talk I about that stuff point. on, on BBB? I'll talk about it all night long. My point is. I taught my kids to ask what they can do to earn money, not give me money. Thank you, Rebel. He and could have said blouse. It would have been much more tasteful. And it wouldn't have conjured well, images that, point, that we didn't need to have conjured. I didn't realize bra was a bad <laughs> word. <laughs> I didn't ask. I didn't say lacy bra or crotchless panties. I mean, I, what is what is going on here? I just said bra. <laughs> yeah, but of all the things you could have said. That just seems well, an odd I, choice. That's all. Okay. So, 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 Rebel, I'm looking over here. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Rebel says a blouse or pants. I could then say, wait, you have, you already have blouses in your, you already have pants. Well, how much are these pants? But like a bra or underwear, I mean, that's okay. I got to give that to her. She doesn't have to work. I'm her parent still. Nobody knows. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> And this time you're going to con conspiracy junction as an inmate, not as the conductor. <laughs> oh, does it say inmate? No, it doesn't. No, it is conductor. no. Yeah, we went to the yeah, oh exactly rebel. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no. Oh, oh my god. Socks. Could have said socks. Could have said socks. Could have said so many things. Oh, you're killing me. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're killing me. Well, I guess Chad has no has no questions for us. So. I guess not. Not tonight. Well, see, did we gain any? No, we're still at 102. Yeah, we're still stuck. I'll go back to the original chart. Yeah, That's 102. That's where crazy. we're in at. Absolutely insane. Oh, my God. All right, so just to revisit how we opened up the program, we have opened a Rumble account uh, on the platform Rumble, and we are going to continue to do the YouTube broadcasts. But if it doesn't start getting better on YouTube, if they don't give us our, subs our subscriber growth back, 
um, we're going to start focusing on Rumble and build a subscriber base there. So if you're, first of all, please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done that yet. But also, if you would, jump over to Rumble and subscribe there as well. The thresholds are a little softer there for us to get to certain levels that help us grow the channel. So it won't take as many. Um, and and we'd appreciate kind of supporting us in a parallel fashion there until we figure out how this is going to play out. But the bottom line is YouTube has decided, nope, whatever you're talking about, you don't get any new subscribers. Nope. And I just put the rumble, uh, the rumble link in the chat. If you could please, uh, even if you don't plan on using Rumble, just make a dummy account and subscribe. We, yeah, we need to get to the 20. Numbers. That's the magic number for us. Just for the numbers. Please and then we, do. And yes. then we can do something there. And then also, if, you, if you're if you on a different platform other than Rumble or YouTube, you know, let us know. Email us. Tell us. I just know Rumble because I know that's where a lot of uh, people that I listen to went to uh, podcast-wise. Um, and that's that seems to be the one that's going to take off. And uh, they have a completely independent infrastructure from Amazon and Google and uh, and uh, um, uh, Facebook. Is it? No, not Facebook. Anyway, they have. A, they're not going to get nuked like Parler did. There's they something, Britt. There's stuff. something weird about that link you put in there. Why does it look different than the first one you gave us earlier? Looks all very, all very uh, much quickly. different. The last one ended with oh, a long the, number, like a string of numbers. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Oh, I know what I did because I because I went to the share button. But here we'll do this too. I went to the I went to the uh, I went to the um, come on, Brit English. I went to the uh, the 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 task bar, not the share button. Here's the share button. Come on, really? There we go. Here, that might work. I mean, it went to the, I clicked on it. It went to the same place, but this one has Rumble in it. What, do you think I was putting up some kind of scam to swipe your <laughs> private information? <laughs> Not mine. All right, there oh, we go. Oh, man. Anyway. Okay. Actually, we should jump over to Rumble and see if anybody subscribed, see if there's numbers there. I don't even know. How, I don't. Even, oh, we have, we have seven. Nice. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Wow. Very nice. How do I even... Stats... Oh my God. <laughs> I pulled up the stats and analysis that had $5,000 earned and then it went to zero. I was like, wow, we earned 5000 <laughs> It flashed $5,000 for a split second. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you I know. like Rumble. God. Oh my God. Anyway, it looks like we have seven. Good. That's a good start. Seven. Yeah, seven. Works. It's just so funny. I feel like we've, I've, we've started over like 20 times. It's just. Yeah, this is insane. It really this is. This is insane. I don't. I, I. I. You know. I never thought in America we would be talking about censorship no. and people actually being censored and and you know. It's and, one thing. And, if, yeah, I see. It's one thing if we were on this program talking about bras and stuff, but we're not. Or oh, we shouldn't Jesus. be anyway. Oh, so you know. And then you look up north to Canada and what they're doing to those churches. I, I see that video earlier, JV. I mean, there's a church up in Canada that the authorities tried to shut down. They said, no, we have the right to worship. And I, and I am not a very religious person. So I really, I'm not a religious person, but this bothers me. Should, but yeah. so they shut it down. They came back the next week and worshiped anyway. So then the state came in and they built fencing around it. The next week, the church members came in, they knocked the fencing down and they worshiped. So the state sent in 200 riot police and arrested everybody. And this is in Canada. 
It's insane. They are literally turning into an authoritarian fascist government. You got to say A at the end of that. A, take off hoser. <laughs> but I, oh, hey, hey, shit, we're at 103. No, wait, that's 103 minutes. Damn it. <laughs> I was yeah. going to get excited that we gained one. We actually did. Remember I said earlier today, I texted you and said we hit 103. We went up one and then like immediately went back down to 102. So I don't know. What what happened there? I don't know if people are subscribing and then they're getting booted off, or probably what. But probably I, I know that um, like literally like like one of the kids I listened to. I've talked to you about him before. Um, you literally have to put in the search bar his exact address. Yeah, you to get to it. his page. Right. Yeah, you can't search it. You can't. You can't. You have to put in the exact to get to his. So they haven't kicked him off yet. But he also has a million subs now, so they can't just nuke him, I think. Mm. So like and he's also kind of milk toasty, fin sitter in the middle. But still, you, you but he's he's shadow banned to where you can't search for him. It's crazy. You have to put the Yeah. It's insane. I I never thought in a million years we would be here, but here we are. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for tonight. Um, it was fun to get the, our, my desk cleaned off of all these articles that I've been hanging on to because I wanted to chat about it at some point. So that was very therapeutic. I'm glad you're happy. Yeah. That'll be $142, please. Uh, I'll deduct it from what you owe me. Hmm. <laughs> Do let I just, owe you? Let me just, let me just tell you right up front you're never going to be able to pay off that debt so keep trying <laughs> oh my god hey everybody thank you for, thank you for being here tonight i know it's a sunday night and you probably had better things to do but thanks so much we are going to be back tomorrow night i don't know who our uh, who our guest panelists are going to be yet i'm not sure who it's going to be i want to let, let's take a minute actually i don't know i don't know if i want to do this never mind <laughs> never mind you can can't do that you can't throw something out there to them and then pull the chair out yeah when they're I, going to sit down i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not going to so i'm not gonna do that so um i'll tell you privately what i was gonna do for it. and then oh, you're gonna boy. say thank god you didn't that's what you're gonna end up saying <laughs> oh man anyway guys thanks thanks so much for being here we'll, we'll see you tomorrow night take care have a great night tomorrow tomorrow